Thrill Me. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. Memory unlocked. Horror. Fifteen years ago, I, I was told there was nothing left. Better hurry up. Live or die. Make your choice. A ver, hijo de la chingada, deja de estar viendo memes, pendejo. Hola, verga, mi vale verga, perro. Hijo de la verga, cayó. Memory Unlocked, uh, you know, your favorite horror version of this show. I'm Zach. That's wonderful. Oh, yeah. Something about Spanish Chucky will just always hit. It always hits right in the heart. It, You know what? It's a good whiff of what this show is. Just a bunch of goofiness <laughs> and slaughtering, I guess. Yeah. And sometimes Spanish. Uh, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Uh, just to give an update, if you are watching this, this episode is dropping on Halloween, so happy Halloween Ooh. to all watching. But I will let you know, starting in December, this show will become a Patreon exclusive. So once a month, we will do this. And you know what? Maybe buy if you can't. If you can't afford to help out your favorite independent Thrill Me Podcast Network channel... Uh, if you can't do that, it'll probably drop later on in the year, probably towards next spooky season. But if you want these things to drop so consistently monthly for you, be a member of the Thrill Me Podcast Network uh, Patreon. Also, this is the old version. We'll update it later. Well, actually, I was told their name couldn't be said anyway. So Christy, Brady, no, Joe, Michelle, Mark... Mariah, Nicole, Justin, and the Chad, and Thou Shall Not Be Named. Uh, thank you for being Patreon members. And I actually think I got to link up with Mariah because she is deserving of a shirt. So, hey, Mariah, I will get with you shortly to figure out what kind of shirt you would like from the Throw Me Podcast Network T Public page. All right. No touchy, touchy. <laughs> No touchy touchy, no touchy touchy. So that being said, welcome to Core Memory Unlocked. This show, this version, this horror version is us just reliving horror movies of our past. And I want to ask you, you are the Nightmare Guy. You are a huge fan of the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. And I want to know where did Freddy's Dead sit with you for the first time watching? Like, where were you? How old were you? I was way too young. Uh, Freddy was uh, Freddy's the one I like the most because Freddy is the one that I got to watch the most of at that young should not be watching this age. Um, I I don't even want to like go out on a limb and, and be like it must have been my dad's favorite, but it seemed to be the one that my dad watched with me because I was allowed to watch horror movies with him. He would have yeah. to be there to watch them. And Nightmare was, for whatever reason, the franchise that I got to watch with him. Right. So, okay, cool. Like, I vividly remember watching um, Dream Warriors with him, uh, mm -hmm. Part 4 with him. Uh, 
part five, I remember getting yelled at because I started to watch it without him. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, but I don't have a memory of part six, but I know, I know my reaction the first time has always remained my reaction. Although I'm, I might've tweaked a little bit since this rewatch, but I've always enjoyed this for how absolutely bonkers it is. Mm -hmm. So that's um, kind of where I stand on this. This franchise is the weirdest for me oh, yeah. because, well, and what I mean by that for my viewing, I don't know which one I saw first. I know for a fact it was not the original. That came Thanks. later on because I was like, oh my God, look how dark and scary this one is. I've always known the fun-loving Freddy. I've always known all that kind of goofy stuff he did. So... I can't pinpoint whether this is one of the first ones, but I do know it's in almost the Holy Trinity tri tri trilogy. Jesus Christ. Trinity of four, five, and six were the original ones I've seen. Because growing up, I always remembered the Kung Fu fight from part four. Mm -hmm. I always remembered the motorcycle death of the boyfriend in five. And in this one, I just always remembered the power glove scene and all that like melded for me and then eventually it does separate where i do get different outlooks and how i feel about the franchise and such but this one i will say will it has to be that core memory for me of watching hbo and this just be one of the horror movies that came on hbo yeah. during that time period yeah, um, yeah, and I'm with you as well. It, it it really was like I saw three, four, five, and six, and then right. I actually saw one. Two was the last one I ever saw. Right. That's what's wild. See, two, two, two has a weird relationship with me because for the longest time, <laughs> fucking you really the, love the, no this, this oh, film I especially I the, uh, <laughs> the oh, oh the shower team shower, the shower team yeah. yeah. Um, no, no, I'll, 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 I'll get you here. I always confused the beginning of Freddy revenge, yeah. Freddy's revenge part two with, um, a license to drive Corey, Fel <laughs> Corey Feldman and Corey Hames license to drive because both movies start with a bus going off route. Now, who is the one with the nightmare? We'll never know. Was it Haim? Was it Mark from Freddy's Revenge? I don't know. We'll never find out. <laughs> wow. That, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. but That's we are here. <laughs> yeah. We're here to talk uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. It's really interesting to me that they wanted to call it Freddy's Dead in just two years we get jason goes to hell the final mm -hmm. friday like it's interesting that new line cinema was kind of obsessed with we have to call it the final we have to call it the final well was it that or was it that idea of kind of where we feel like the well-known now of at this point slasher films were kind of on the way out you yeah. know they, they were never gonna go away but they right. needed the reinvention before new nightmare was ahead of its time right. uh and then 
obviously Scream really brought that this genre of film back of oh yeah essentially a different killer. version yeah like instead of instead of this supernatural killer you're getting someone you may know yes it became yeah exactly and and that allowed for the you know eventually like the jason x but even that at that time was kind of oh god you're gonna hate me for it Oh, I can't wait. Because Scream, because Scream makes fun of it now. But in a way, Scream in the 90s became the elevated horror. They mm-hmm. became that version of the the elevation of the genre of right. when Jason X came out. It was a fun throwback. That's why mm-hmm. I like it. Because it's just, here he is. It's, it's old school Friday. It, it's just right. a slasher film of Jason killing teens now in space. And eventually right. Earth 2. You know. Right. As opposed to everything else wanted to mimic Scream after that. Nothing yes. just wanted to do a straightforward slasher. And mm-hmm. I think that's why until we got those like reboots, we didn't really see much with those franchises. And I, and I feel like wasn't, I, I mean, I might just be bullshitting and spitballing here, but I feel like that was part of the play into it is that they were trying to find, like they were making money, but they just weren't really generating much anymore. Like, the excitement of Freddy Krueger to the point mm-hmm. where he peaked, man. He was hot. Right. He was red hot. He had a television show and everything, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's Freddy Krueger. And then well, New Nightmare I mean, comes along and is like, hey, no, make him scary again. And people are like, oh, yeah, we like that. I mean, people said they liked that, but they didn't see it. Like, Yeah, I know. I, they think, I think as much as I love that movie and I appreciate Wes doing that movie, the thing about it is they did exactly what they went out to do. They they were like, no, this is the final one. Thanks for your money. By the way, here's the new one. Yeah. And unfairly to that movie, it got missed with the audience because they just thought it was another Freddy movie. Yeah. That being said, with this one, you're right. We're we're at the pinnacle. This is the end for this version of Freddy. Um, before we move on, we're going to watch the trailer in case any listener watcher, whether you're checking this out on YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook, or if you're watching on or listening on Podbean, who knows, who knows, but thank you for uh, your service. Here you go. Here's the trailer for Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. As a boy, he was always different. understood him. You ready for it, boy? Uh, Alex. It's time to take your medicine. Thank you, sir. <laughs> no one could control him. <laughs> Go inside, honey. But now, it's a new beginning. The beginning of the end for Freddy. Every town has an Elm Street. <laughs> It's your mind to go for. I'll get you my deeds and your little soul too. We're gonna have to hit him with everything we've got. Now I'm playing with power. We're in Twin Peaks here. Perfect. 
gotta be me and him. You wanna live? Maggie, watch out! What's with kids today, huh? Freddy's Dead. The final nightmare. Great graphics. They saved the best for last. Did they? Oh, you know what, though? And I mean this wholeheartedly. That trailer did more justice than it should have. Mm-hmm. Like, like, that trailer fell in line with, like, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. It felt darker. But when you get into the movie, the movie's not dark at all. Mm-mm. This is and a I comedy. think that's a... Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not even, like, scary at this point, which is the jet detriment of Freddy at this point, because my first note is I don't like his makeup in this movie. I don't yeah. know what it is. I don't know if it's they they wanted to almost humanize him because you know anytime you saw him you thought he was disgusting this felt like let's use the the prosthetics from the tv show because it's much friendlier yeah uh that actually is a lot of my feeling of this film is that and that's why i was saying like it makes sense if they were like freddy's dead and we're kind of putting an end to this because mm -hmm. He did. He peaked, man. Like, he became so popular as an icon that he wasn't scary anymore. And that's why this film ends up being what I describe as just a live-action Looney Tunes with mm -hmm. people falling from the sky, literally fucking, like, laying out pins for somebody to fall on to die. Like, it's Going so, through a wall that yeah, makes your body? Makes the body. Like, everything about this, like is Looney Tunes, is a live yeah. action. Brendan Fraser wishes that they did this. Wishes. <laughs> wishes that they had done this with his film. Uh, but they yeah. didn't. They did it with a Freddy film. And it and <laughs> it, it just doesn't, it, it's so weird of a film. And it sucks because you get Johnny Depp back for this one as well. But even that is yeah. kind of in a weird, like, comical type of way that, it, it which, works, which but it, isn't even, it's also just kind of like, oh, all right, Johnny Depp feels wasted. I, do, I, I feel you on that. I mean, he is a killed character. And I think at the time with the don't do drug commercial. Yeah, it's funny. It plays. It plays better in 91 because no one would really get that reference without being told. But yeah, I we think, still get it. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm old enough to get that. Yeah. But I do feel like I'm... I'm not with you on that. I do think that's the perfect place for that cameo. There are others that I was kind of shocked we didn't see. I'm shocked we didn't get something Heather Langing Cap. I'm shocked I'm happy we didn't, didn't get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she she earns her place in the next one. Yeah. Um, but the basic story of this movie is Freddie has killed all the children from Elm Street. There ain't nobody around, and mm -hmm. when He's gotten this one. It almost, it's funny because it kind of comes off Freddy versus Jason style where yeah. it's like everybody forgot about him. So he needs to get more kids and more people need to come. He needs to get out. And this one kid thinks he's the kid. 
he's Freddy's kid. And then ultimately that's not the case. He has a daughter where, I don't know, this, this all feels convoluted, very rushed, very um, just all over the place almost, in my opinion, for just enjoyment of the film. I feel like we get these side characters with the deaf kid, Breckenmeyer, the Kung Fu girl, like all of it just feels like they put like ideas and adjectives in a hat and they just started throwing stuff at the wall. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's the 90s version of look at our diversity. Right. Look at what we're doing. We have this year that like this isn't anything new people that people get mad about with films. Like right. it's kind of how it comes across. Like it's very stereotypical of oh, we have a, a disabled kid. We have right. a strong female that's going to be a, a yeah that's going to end up being right. our final girl we the have burnout smart the, exactly the, the burnout we have this kind mm-hmm. of rugged type as well this like rough guy who's always ready right. to pick a fight but is not going to be ready when freddy comes you know right you're fucked right. as the map told him uh <laughs> like right. it, it's very by the numbers and mm-hmm. you don't care about any of those characters outside of the one that they want you to care about. And do you really mm-hmm. even care about her at that point? Cause they do right. such a big job at building up the other character just mm-hmm. to be like, eh, he falls to his death on a, you know, some, some nails. It's like, well, yeah. huh? like, uh, okay. I guess you're going for the twist. Yes. <laughs> but yes. you're right. But, but I will say this in this rewatch, I did have the thought of, there is a good concept here. Mm-hmm. There's a gr- like I love the concept of what if Freddy did win and mm-hmm. actually did kill all the kids on Elm Street, and you know these parents are kind of in a deluded, really like screwed up way. Think like Pennywise, it and kind of that idea of like the adults are just kind of so disillusioned of what happened, right? And then you could have told the story of an influx of kids coming to the area, but I don't even mm-hmm. mind the idea of him having to leave because what, I mean, fuck it. In part five, it's his kid, right? Dream warrior right. is right. Freddie's kid. So right. dreams child, dream, dream child. child. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Putting names of different movies, doing different films. Yeah. Dream warrior, dream <laughs> child. Who gives, who gives it shit? It was, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a Freddie film. It got some yeah. cool guests. Uh, yeah. and, and we found out about the, uh, you know, maniacs, the thousand maniacs, yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, I like there weirdly is a good film there. There's just, mm-hmm. they just leaned into comedy and kind of this very, we got to get the film out. We got to get the film out. We got to mm-hmm. get the film out. Well, I don't even want to knock it because it's not it's- bad. I love the film still. So the director, it's their first time directing. I believe she, I can't, I don't remember her name offhand, but I think she's a new line person. Like she worked on yeah. a bunch of films. She had been them, a part of And probably even, franchise. yeah, and I'm sure she's been around that, um, that department. Yeah, the Friday, or yeah. Friday, Nightmare on Elm Street. But I think 
it's so disjointed with what it's trying to sell. Even you saw through that trailer where it's like, that's not the movie. Like you guys pitched a actual horror movie, which I completely understand because it's a horror movie character, but everything about it just seems comedy. Now I've been doing a lot of knocking, so I will just shine it up a little bit, give it some love. Robert England doesn't miss a beat like he got the script he got the idea he did exactly what they wanted and he didn't walk through it he legitimately gave his all into this performance because i did think i do think he thought this was the last time so i might as well give it my all yeah which yeah. good for him um and i think there are good ideas great cameos the alice cooper cameo the arnold's cameo like everybody has good stuff now to kind of go back down a little bit because the only two things that i can think of negatively story-wise is i don't like that this takes place a decade after all the events of a nightmare on Elm street series yeah. i don't like that when we live in this world that doesn't look any type of future like the Nightmare series has never been like, oh, it's a year later, it's two years later. It's always <laughs> yeah. called it. This movie fits in the same world as the last ones, where if it truly took place, I'm going, I forget, 1999, I think it's Yeah, something like that. 1999 did have a different look than 1991. So for me, a little bit of an era change would have been nice, even if it was just little bits it didn't have to be anything big but just something that didn't make it feel like it was 1991. yeah i get 1991 feeling in elm street place in springwood i get that if nothing has changed because everybody's been down for the count but everything outside of that town still felt the same yeah, it, it doesn't do anything, as you said. It doesn't, like, there's no... Jason X at least goes for the future thing. Mm -hmm. This is just like, you know, you know it's, it's still 1991 or whatever right. it was. You know, they filmed it in 90 or whatever. Okay. Like, it looks just like that. But I do get the idea of having to age forward if you want to continue the idea of um, his kid. Right. Got, and the age that oh, they want to yes. go for. So I get yes. that. But yeah, I'm with you in the sense it's, that there's just no like. It's just like you said, they have a very good skeleton that could have came across yeah. well, but it didn't get executed. That's one of those minor things where it would have changed. And this is what I mean by this. In this, I think it's the same fucking year. Predator 2 is based in 1997. And Predator 2 has technology that felt different from 1991. Mm -hmm. Like they did have future like weaponry or video stuff that just changed it a little bit. So minor gripe, last gripe, the 3D. I'm the so mad scene. I couldn't get, I couldn't find it. I was gonna pull out my 3D glasses for this part. If I could find my box set, my original box set, I think they were in there. I'm sure they were, because I think it originally, like, you could technically, like... Yes, you could. You could watch the yeah. 3D version of it. I think they did it for the VHS release and yeah. the original, because my original Friday box set also had 3D glasses for three. Um, but I don't get... 
I, okay, let me rephrase. I do understand the 3D craze. And I remember at that time, like Scratch Things, Simpsons was in 3D. All these different mm-hmm. things were doing 3D gimmicks. I didn't understand why this fucking movie did it. I'm with you. I don't get it either. And it's so like the way that they go about it as well is so asinine. Oh my. If you're in the dream, these aren't there. <laughs> yeah, like it it was so like nineteen fifties Vincent Price like <laughs> set up for like the audience of like how right. they go about it, like to tell right. you the audience as well. Hey, it's time to put on your uh, 3D glasses. <laughs> where they're just like, Hey, believe me, in your dream world, put these on. When you fall asleep, <laughs> put these on. Because you're <laughs> They work different in the dream world. Get it, audience? Put on your glasses now because we're going into right. 3D shit. Right. And then, right. oh, here's where you could take them off where for no reason now after everything's done, they're just going to magically go, ooh, we see him again and they vanish. Right, oh, okay, right, now right, it's time right. for me to take them off. Okay. Uh, we're good Thanks, now, Thanks, Vincent Price. Thanks for warning me that the tingler was about to come into the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a problem. Thank you for watching. <laughs> Um, it would almost be bad if you put on your glasses. <laughs> oh, so put on the glasses. Put on the glasses. Oh, this place, oh, look at this. Three random fucking demons not, from hell. Well, not only that, we're going through a tunnel. Like, it comes off like a Freddy ride than an actual film. And I love that they still also do the one thing that, I, it, like, it's not endearing with this one. It's endearing with Jason Part 3D. Mm-hmm. where once they go to the 3D gimmick, mm-hmm. they start with the stupid crap of, I'm just going to, because I got it in my head, where they're just like, hmm, like look at just this eyeball. Just Yeah, just for no reason being like, oh, ho, ho, ho. Oh, he's got the harpoon gun. Oh, oh, where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. But like, yeah, but like, in part it's shots for, for the movie. Yeah, it's shots for the film, but it works for part three of Jason and it's endearing mm-hmm. there because it's so early on in the 80s, every yeah. third film has the gimmick, which mm-hmm. is why the shark's fins aren't moving in Jaws 3D. But now we're in the mm-hmm. 90s. We're beyond the gimmick and they're reaching for a gimmick that's so early to mid 80s that it's like, you could have done this in uh, the third film, right? You know, Dream Warriors, right. it probably would have worked. <laughs> we right? have this in Dream Warriors. So it would have been the way to do it. Nightmare 3D Dream Warrior or Nightmare 3. Oh, no, I was trying to find a way to do the 3D with the Dream Warriors and the D in the Dream. <laughs> it was three not working. Dream Warriors. Three yeah, dream there you warriors. go. Three Dream Warriors. Yeah, three Dream Warriors. Put your glasses yeah. for the entire film. Yeah, that would have been fine. And like you said, like the way Friday the 13th did it, at least incorporated the story and characters and people where this was literally put it on. You go through a roller coaster ride, it seems, uh, through the mind, and then you see three demon things. Because in the story, three demons came to see freddy before he died in the fire by the parents and they were like be our little bitch boy and we'll save you he's like i'll do it uh we'll help you kill more kids from beyond the grave okay all right i guess so that sounds good um and so again i would have been cool with that if like they had fleshed that out 
Like right, I'm okay right. with that being a part of the Freddy lore and right. But also, and I'll say this, I swear to fucking Christ, because it's just, did they bring him out to the real world to kill him? No, no I think they killed him in the dream world. They just put a dynamite in him, he blows up, the demons oh, go away. I think he comes to the real world. No, he does come to the real world because they're, that's where they remind you not to take off your 3D glasses yet. Yeah. Because yeah. she says, no, everything still looks weird in here to me. Right. Right. Like the dream world because of the glasses, and you're like, oh We're shit, We're oh shit, oh shit, and that's where the explosion comes, and you get the oh, oh, seven right. heads exploding in your face over and over and over. But my Technology. issue, with that, <laughs> but my issue with it is like, well, that's how you killed him in the first movie. He came out into the real world. There's nothing like. Well, different. to be fair, in the first film, oh, they God. rolled him out oh, into God. the real world, and then oh, Nancy God. turned her back on him and went, I take back every piece of energy I ever gave you, and he's all melty and scary. Yeah. He's like, what? Yeah. You can't do that? And she's like, I take it all back, Fred. And she just mm -hmm. sits there holding he the door and he vanishes. Yeah. 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 And then she wakes up uh, in another dream that he controls and all of her friends. Yeah. Are like, what are we even doing? Yeah. But she survived. Um, <laughs> yes, but that being said, like it's still the same kind of thing. Like even when Freddy dies here, I don't believe it. Yeah, like I don't believe it, and I, obviously so because not even counting the next movie, we get Freddy versus Jason where he's just been in slumber. Yeah. So well, and it, it connects to uh, Jason goes to hell with the yep, Kane Hodder being yeah. the only uh, being because uh, three people have played Freddy. Yep. Everybody forgets yep. that. So. That's a great trivia so, question, and, by the way. How many people have well, played he, Freddy Krueger? Three, I guess. Yeah, Kane three. Hodder's played... Hey, Kane Hodder's done Leatherface. He's done uh, Jason Voorhees. He's done Michael Myers. He's Freddy. He's done Freddy he's as done well. He's because done he's, he's the hand at the end. He had to play Freddy. That's right. So. Um, but... This all being said, and you made you made me to watch the credits because I was like, <laughs> oh, what post credit am I getting? And it's just a picture of R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was cute because of how they like lean into it with the. No, I do. He's love the dead. Fact, right. Like they went out of their way to be like, this is it. And I yeah. appreciate it. I think that's great. And if it truly was cool, but it wasn't. So it's it's just one of those things where. This is their version of the final chapter. Friday the 13th, the final chapter. It is, but what I will give this franchise is while final chapter happened and then you get Jason X, Jason X just kind of picks up with the same old, like, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's Jason again, the whole, you know, transferring power thing and heart and mm -hmm. potential Ash versus Jason, not going to happen now, even though he had the Necronon conscient. But, um, <laughs> I will say that at least with the Nightmare films, the next one takes a really cool approach and isn't like a, like, it doesn't feel like we're getting the same old, same old. Mm -hmm. And then we get the Freddy versus Jason, which is to me just the perfect kind of homage of both of those characters. Right. No, because uh, right. it it's, gets it, it gets with the best beats of both of those franchises. At least the next two are special. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll yeah. give you that they're both. And not to take away from Jason X, because mm -hmm. you you know how much I love Jason X. Right, right. But it is kind of a revert back to like 
here's part three, part four, part five, yeah, or not part five, part six. Uh, you know, right. <laughs> right. here's Jason right. just killing kids again, where, you know, new nightmare was like, we unleashed a demon by accident and we have to tell a Freddy story to keep that demon to in put a box. It back in. Right. Yeah. Put you it know, we open Pandora's box essentially. Right. Like, Ooh, I right. like that. And then, you know, right. and then no, the third best Freddy Krueger comes along and they completely take away all the lore and fun of Freddy and make me forget I, that I saw the movie that I watch it a second time. And then at the very end go, Oh no, I wasted two viewings on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I watched uh, What the F Happened to that movie today, actually. Um, <laughs> I might have to woof. watch that. Woof. It is, I want to know. Is. I want to know. I want to know how you could fuck that up so badly, considering you nailed Texas Chainsaw. You nailed I'll Friday. Get, I, I'll, I'll spoil it for you because I need to. Uh, apparently, they had 15 scripts made for it. The writer who's credited for it um, said the on-screen of what his script to that screen was nothing that he wrote and that the company just took Wes, Wes's script and reshot it and just improved here and there. So that's why a lot of it is almost identical. My issue with that is the it's so identical, and then mm. when they try to do something different, it is such an asshole. Like, do you even know the franchise right. type of feel? Like, it right. comes across so like, uh, and the one cool thing that they do in that film, the one cool thing that I like what they do in that film is the idea that they're like, what if our parents killed an innocent man? And I'm like, ooh, right. What if Freddy was what innocent? An interesting to, what, what a an great, interesting go. what a great concept! And then they quickly mm -hmm. are like, "Oh no! Like we're just going to confirm now that he was a, like a child pedophile." Right. And it's like, wait, but we never got that in any of the other films, right? It really, honestly, like became people were just like, because he's a child killer, he must be that as well. But right. as we learned in this one, he had a daughter and he loved his daughter, and he did not do that. He, he just murdered that. kids. He just murdered. He loved yeah. murdering. That's what, I, that's, what I, that's what I tell Brooke too all the time. I'm like, listen, you hate him because you think he did this thing. He just <laughs> murdered them. He didn't do the other thing. And she's like, and that listen, makes it any better? <laughs> listen, it doesn't. He just, like, he, he just likes playing his games on easy mode. Okay. okay. He doesn't like okay. medium and hard. He just wants to kill. <laughs> he just wants to make sure that when he morphs in every time, he's uh, a counselor. He's not. <laughs> this bitch is dead on her feet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's core memory unlocked horror. Yeah. Freddy's dead. I think the movie is worth a watch if you're into the franchise. If you have like, I'm doing a deep dive. I don't think it's one you skip. Because you have to get to Wes Craven's. I almost feel like this movie is a great predecessor to it in the sense of this is what they're talking about in this movie. Yeah, so, uh, I, I agree with you. I don't think it's the worst of... Because uh, the Nightmare franchise, I could sit here and I could talk for days and days and days about how part one is just a masterpiece. Part two is very confused. Like... It has the weirdest history of, mm. as far as slasher franchises of having. I still yeah. don't hate to. I, I, and that's the thing. I, I don't hate even the worst of these films. There is something 
that there are two things that work about him in every one of them. And it is Mm -hmm. Robert England, Mm -hmm. 100% it's Robert England because every single one, he is more and more and more and more Freddy Krueger. Like he really is that character. He is perfect as it, but it's also the creativity. It becomes, um, it's, it's a better version than what the final destination franchise became in the Mm -hmm. sense of like, we are the, or, or saw or any of those where by the right. time we get to like the fourth or fifth film, here yeah, the, the lore and all of that is going to be wild and out there. Mm-hmm. But it's the kills. We mm-hmm. remember the kills. Mm-hmm. You know, you bring up uh, with with Freddy's uh, dead, the glove. We all remember the power glove. Oh, you forgot the power glove. <laughs> okay, that's hysterical. We remember Breck and Meyer being killed that mm-hmm. way before right. he went on to rat race. Um, and then we also... He did Clueless yeah. first. Oh, that's right. He did do Clueless between there. Uh, look at that. Him and uh, two guys in Clueless doing uh, oh, Paul Rudd, the, yeah. last, the last film in franchises for a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> but also Boy, we, get the death, we get the death, uh, the, the year. And oh, yeah, where sequences. it clings on to the ear. Yeah, yeah. with, with, with uh, the mm-hmm. earpiece. And that whole sequence is just... Extremely memorable. You get the cockroach mm-hmm. scene in uh, uh, what is part, uh, part four, part, part four, four, yeah, four, four, yeah, yeah, four. You know, you, no, four is full of just disgusting fucking. I think it's isn't so that much the creativity, or is five the meatball pizza? Huh. I th- yeah. I think five I might think be five. the meatball pizza. I think five is meatball. Uh, yeah, with a uh, like, but that's the thing. Every one of them has some moment that you're like. Yes, it's memorable for that. Special effect, yeah, that's great. great. Special effect, great, and that's why I will always defend that franchise over some of the others because it gets a little repetitive in the others. It gets repetitive in Nightmare, but it's a little bit like, but what's Freddy going to do? Yeah, no, I I am with you. I think the inventive kills, Robert England. He has. They may may not be my favorite outside of one and seven, but like. The, his in-betweens are always more interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, you know I'm a Halloween guy. It's hard to watch 4, 5, and 6, where this actually has redeemable moments. They, this movie yeah. may have redeemable moments. It may not be the best, but it will never be Halloween Resurrection. Exactly. Um, Nobody kung fu uh, kicked Freddy Krueger and said, trick or treat, motherfucker. No, they would be like sleep or tight, welcome to motherfucker. Yeah, I was like, there that's what I was like. Are they gonna say now you're in prime time, bitch? <laughs> night, night, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's one four two unlocked. One two busters coming Buster's for you. Coming for you. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we need to end this now. Um, thanks for watching or listening to Core Memory Unlocked Horror. Once again, this is going Patreon exclusive. So probably next spooky season, well, we'll release one or two, maybe three during next spooky season. But uh, become a Patreon member, Throw Me Podcast Network. Wonderful. Thanks for coming on again. As always, one, two, Buster coming for you. Three, four, you better lock that door. Five, six, never sleep again. Like, you know there's a Fat Boys rap you could do. <laughs> nah, man, because Fat Boys wouldn't be in that. 